10 years, three boys, one question, are we friends? Hello and welcome to the podcast, the show and variant of which is, are we friends? I am your co-co-host Brian. Oh, and I'm Jorge. (laughs) And... (laughs) This is the show where three boys go through their interests one at a time to see if they are actually still friends or if it's just inertia. Today, uh, because I'm doing the intro, only one person is missing. (laughs) Taylor is still lost in time and space, but we have a beautiful, succulent guest. Ew. Who is here to fulfill his glorious purpose. It's me, John, from Downtime with John and Emily. Also, Outlaws and Old Ones. Pew, pew, pew. Get at me. What's up, folks? Thanks. Hey, John. Good to see you. All the folks are legends. That's saved for Well, it's a different show, Jorge. I can't be crossing the streams like that. You're saying they're only legendary if they listen to Outlaws and Old Ones Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash the Outlaws Network. Did I do it right? Remember this for for all time always. Uh, oh, if you're not watching God, Outlaws man. and Old Ones, you are not legendary. You are only legendary if you watch Outlaws and Old Ones <laughs> Thursday nights, 7 p.m. Eastern here. time. We show everyone love who listens to this show to even if it's friends. even if we just scream and yell at you about how stupid you are that is love for us that's how that's one of our love languages is screaming and yelling about how fucking stupid you are yeah when you're here it's your family <laughs> oh, are we friends Sorry, shows colon show is 100% when you're here your family. now because of that oh. <laughs> i think that's a winner i think we can pretty much bring that to market we can print 100% that 100% agree it feels can, very thoroughly cooked, not even overcooked. We can literally legally do that. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. But because if you've been paying attention to John's fucking stupid references, you'll know that we're talking about the show Loki today because we oh. missed when it came out because we weren't watching it when it was coming out. So we didn't have this episode right when it was done. I missed like the whole Wait, thing. Wait, y'all are fresh? I'm doing this. I'm trying to remember the, all this shit from when the, it aired. I was just watching oh, new yeah, Rockstar like, videos, week. trying to remember all this shit. No, we, we we like watched it all in one run, pretty much. Like, yeah. Oh ago. man. <laughs> so we're we'll be better than you. We'll be able to correct you incorrectly. Yeah. See, that also <laughs> means that we will be funnier than you. Too, Oof. So when has that not that. been true? I was, it's not that hard. Uh, before we hop into Loki, though, I feel bad now. John. Before we hop into Loki, there's okay. one thing that I'd like to bring to everybody's attention. Brian oh, just God. informed me that there is a prequel to SpongeBob SquarePants called Camp Coral that is done in 3D. Is this true? Is this and is this hot off the press information? I've I never heard know this about before. Camp Coral. I don't. I I saw a commercial for this. I saw the Paramount Plus commercial, and I saw like a clip of this show. I have no idea if it is currently being made or was like secretly made in 2015 or something or like whatever, but it exists. To be clear to everyone, it, our, our internet does work. We could have looked up any of this before. We, simply, we could look it up it right we now. Get, <laughs> here's my, my, in my question. Mm-hmm. Do we get a Monsters University-esque look at young, hot, Mr. Krabs and Plankton as college roommates. <laughs> to be like, okay. who are you talking? <laughs> because um, that's what I want. I want to see be... where their relationship began as best friends, <laughs> college roommates, confidants, and how it falls apart throughout the years. That actually sounds like a much more interesting premise because this just feels like it's going to be the episode with the conch from They're Stuck in the Woods. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know much worse because it's new Spongebob but honestly I would watch Mr. Krabs and Plankton in chef college chef school chef school yeah <laughs> could be business school I don't know that either could of them are particularly the... good cooks uh, Mr. Krabs on my understanding I actually don't know did Mr. Krabs create the Krabby Patty secret formula supposedly yeah. but at the same time wait, like okay think about cook? 
Think about what Big Mac sauce is and the yeah. fact that it's just Thousand Island dressing. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> All right. Eat fresh. One, fuck you for fucking just taking a shit on everyone's mystique and aura. It's like going, yeah, by the way, Santa Claus isn't real. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> if you think about a sleigh, but he doesn't fucking exist, so who cares? <laughs> Brian, let you go st- of your capitalist idols. <laughs> let let them go. <laughs> I'm re- I don't want to really see blown. you taken off to Mars in a dick rocket, okay? <laughs> Please. It's the only I, way I'll get there. <laughs> I my, have to ride someone's <laughs> dick rocket. My Mars. closing thought on this is just still that I'm very, like, I'm blown away just by the thought that, like, yeah, Mr. Krabs, we've never seen him actually cook. Does he just yeah. own the restaurant? Who made the Krabby Pad? Was it Squidward? Like, he's never had one until that one episode, so it can't be just, him. He was making that's, that. We watched SpongeBob. That's what you job. find out. In Camp Coral, is that Plankton was actually the first one to make a Krabby Patty, and they were gonna go in on it together, and Mr. Krabs fucked him over. How? Okay, stop. <laughs> okay. We're gonna we're gonna have to dig in deeper to this. We're gonna need to do a little bit of research, but let's bring it. Let's reel it back in. Yes. to our friend Loki. <laughs> Loki, where would you like to start, Brian? Um, can we actually? This is interesting to start with because it makes me think of couple of my friends when we were talking about this initially the expectations of this were y'all actually excited for loki because i feel like the like slate of shows got announced and there was just mixed levels of reaction to all of them and i feel like some Mm -hmm. people were incredibly negative or like i don't give a shit with loki because of the situation he had been left in in the last giant movie that everyone saw he's not our our loki you know for one uh, number That's two, true. I, yeah. Hashtag not my Loki. I think <laughs> that's not what he meant, bro. Okay. Uh, I was not excited for it. I don't know whether it was like something about the plot, or it's just that we've been getting hit with back-to-back shows, and I've been like less and less so excited for them. Even when they turn out to be good, I'm just like, this is a lot, you know. Dude, the the today's the second. The yeah. next Marvel, the What If show. I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. it comes out on like the 11th or 12th Jesus. or something. Like, I am more, there's already going to be something else. I am Damn. more excited for that one, though, because I do love like what if storylines. Yes. There's like parallel universes, which makes it sound opposite from what I just said about not how Loki. <laughs> I was just say. But he's not. He's I, not I was not excited for this show at all. I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be stupid. But so, other thought, completely adjacent thought, love parallel universes, super into that. Alternate timelines, <laughs> oh my shit. <laughs> But that's the thing. It's, but he wasn't. He wasn't the fun part about parallel dimensions. It's like, oh man, what if, what if it was Cowboy Loki, you know? Um, <laughs> but that's not what it was. It was like, what if it was Loki that's exactly the same, so we can still have him alive? What if, I'm like, you what if Loki this and Howard the Duck any- were in like some buddy cop adventures together? Like, yeah, I, thought I wanted to say like that. a romantic tryst. I thought and you I was going like- to go fully sexual. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, they're arguing. And I was completely down for it. I was like, what if? Yeah. What I'm, if? I'm uh, suggesting some baller, like, buddy-buddy ideas for shows, and y'all are taking it sexual, right? Some buddy-buddy buddy ideas. <laughs> we didn't take the SpongeBob one sexual. Because they're 10 years old. <laughs> well, if it was the Mr. Krabs and Plankton as college They would students. be like teenagers. They could be adults. As That's true. Oh, yeah, 18. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're right. It could be late college. They could be fully Legal, 21. legal, legal, legal. Yeah. Also, a young, hot Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Puff would be pretty rad. <laughs> Mrs. Come Puff on. is like a fine wine. She gets better with it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Maybe. <laughs> Dude, she's got to be at some point. We're going Mr. to jail. Mr. Krabs must hit on on Mrs. Puff at some point. Hundred. Uh, there's no way he hasn't. Miss Puff. Mrs. Puff. Is, I think she's Puff Mrs. Married? I think she's Mrs. Puff. I think she ma- she's Mrs. Puff. I don't... Which insinuates Where's that there Mr. was Puff? a Mr. An existence Puff. of Mr. Puff. We don't know if there was. There could still be. We t- I don't think there you. is anymore. Okay. We, we literally were still talking more Spongebob <laughs> than Loki, and I feel like this is going to make people mad eventually. People really <laughs> like this Okay, okay. And I'll say this. I wasn't excited for this show. And then no, I the second either. I saw anything about it, I got more excited for the show because of yep. what it was doing. Um, because it hashtag wasn't my Loki or whatever you fucking said before. Um, I Because it was, it. what I liked about it was it was a direct shoot off of Endgame. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. do this fun gag of, oh, I'm leaving with Tesseract and then we got to go to the 70s and Tony Stark has to talk to yeah, his dad it, and it's weird. It was basically um, like a, a what if primer. 
Really? Yes. That's <laughs> yeah. what I love about it. Is it went like, hey, we did this stupid gag that nobody cares about in this fucking movie that everybody saw. Let's make an entire show that completely unravels every implication and thought process you knew about this whole slate of movies you just watched over and the past gonna, decade. And I'm going to get to that. <laughs> But the, my, so my my emotions were like not excited. I see the trailer and I'm like, oh, that shit actually looks pretty awesome. Uh, so I'm excited again. Watch the first episode. I did watch the first episode right after it came out. Was not excited. Did not get down after the first, the first episode. episode. The fir- the I thought the writing and pacing in the first episode was not good. I think that the everything that was happening felt a lot like higher quality and better put together mm-hmm. during the trailers for it. And I'm talking about just episode one right now. Just episode one. Um, the way first that episode unravel- is when you just for the audience is yeah. the, the very beginning when he you see him port out to the desert and you get the Iron Man sh- in the desert with all the stuff splayed out shot and then he gets picked up and goes to TVA and meets Agent Mobius. Agent Mobius, you see on his first mission of the series, I think in that episode, you see him like in the church in France yes. with the kid. Yeah. That that all happens, and then the meeting between Mobius and Loki happens, where he goes through his life up until that point, mm-hmm. and like talks about how shitty he is, and he also brings up the thing about DB Cooper, which was I thought was spectacular. I thought that was so. F- I wanted more of that, honestly. That's what I was gonna say. Is <laughs> yeah. I think you're yeah. right on the pacing thing. It is way that first episode, and they only have six. That's also what fucked me up. Yes, when I watched that episode, I'm like, you're you spent. An entire four, I don't even know, I think it's 40, 30, 40 minutes, just recapping things we pretty much already know with one or two fun bits in there. And it's like. And the fun bits I liked. But they exactly. Didn't, yeah, they didn't, they everything just didn't fit together super well. Didn't like, do anything. There's been other TV shows and movies that have like, oh, this is like a fun organization that has like. It's like kind of eccentric and wacky about the way that their processes work because we're hip now. We like this kind of thing. But I, I've just seen a lot of other people do it better, yes. you know? Um, well, so, so the reason I'll defend the weird pacing is because specifically with this. Well, yes. But with the first and second episode specifically, they they took a significant chunk of the first and second episode because they had to bring 2012 Loki up to speed with 2020 Loki. Like they had, they had to... To get to squeeze in all that time to get this piece of shit megalomaniac to the fun anti-hero that we have gotten to know over the course of the years. Like they they had to pay that off somehow. And I think they did it very well. Like I for whatever reason, by the middle of episode two, when they were showing him watching the end of his life and crying and like watching the death of his mother and the death of his father and watching his death and like really coming to terms with who he became throughout the course of the sacred timeline. I was satisfied with like, okay, I know and appreciate that the Loki I'm watching is the Loki that we saw die in Endgame. And I, so I, I agree with you about those things. And like I said, I think it picks up a lot more in episode two. Uh, But my thing was not that I thought it was like, they spent too long doing this. I thought that the pacing would be more fixed by it being longer even like it was not I'm saying mm. pacing issue not like a particular like too much or too little on any on anything like some of the the scenes were just like weird and choppy cuz they're like oh let's like stuff like the printing out of everything he's ever said yeah is like that idea is like super cool it's a I very like good this. gag too it's, it's a, a fun bit gag. yeah it's literally just there's something awkward about the amount of time that scene takes i don't know if it's too long too little the way that they talk to each other something's unnatural i just think it's literally the writing is not that good that's all but the, I, some of the, some of the ideas that, that are present, I'm like very down for. Or they were trying to make it feel weird and awkward to make you uncomfortable. No, because of the, I disagree. Because of the feeling of the TVA being out of time and all weird and no, I <laughs> don't think I will. <laughs> John, I, I, understand, I understand what you're saying to me, and I simply won't. Entertain I, exactly I will like, not. I don't often do this. I'm a yes ander. I will not entertain this idea, John. Can't do it. <laughs> you can't do this. Uh, but after after the, like after he gets processed through everything, we yes. start getting into a little bit more of the meat of the show. Uh, yeah, it's a few ways fun. It's such an emphasis very, on the word meat there. I 
I, Real meat. Good lord, Brian. <laughs> yeah, Brian. Uh, I wasn't trying to explain <laughs> Disney's fucking weak writing over there. It's, oh, you're supposed to fucking hate it. I'm like, no. Um, but yeah, after afterwards, especially with some of the action scenes, it, I don't know why it's like so different to get it on TV rather than in a movie. Yes. But like, I had to like stop and think about it for a while. And I'm like, the shit on the planet where the moon is like, Lamentous. Down, yeah. Yeah. Lamentous, uh, those yeah. scenes are like, this is awesome. It's, and I'm not, it's not like striking me until I like stop and think about how cool this like looks. It's, I don't know. Maybe Steven Spielberg was right about the big screen, little screen thing. <laughs> there was, uh, there's one shot in that. I was a little, I think it's just because I notice so much of it now because like all of their shows basically use the technology at this point. But like, I was very aware of the like Mandalorian esque amount of special effect green like screen they use, mm-hmm. and it's not mm-hmm. that it's bad looking. I am not like cool. This is just like a personal thing of like yeah. I noticed it and then I couldn't fucking let it go. I was just like, yes, you're yeah, you're running around and okay, that chair is real and that table of people is real and everything else is okay. Fuck, now I just have to stare at this. The thing that knocked me out of that was Loki just going, hey, by the way, I'm an incredibly powerful magic user and stopping a building from falling on him with a hair Dude, flip. Dude, a, fu- a full <laughs> skyscraper. Like yep. it's just coming right down and he just flips his hair up and looks at Wah! it and it freezes in place and moves back upwards. And I'm like, okay, I, all right. I you tell got you no back. with the power of my ponytail. Yeah, Thank you. Somebody put me back in. <laughs> somebody sent me a video of just all of Loki's hair flips in order. Like it's <laughs> nothing but his hair flips, and I it was like highly erotic. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! This oh, I think yeah, that the Lamentous episode dragged the most out of any of them. That was episode three when it was like literally they were just on Lamentous. They yeah. like were traveling. I thought that if any episode could have been skipped, it was that one. I and honestly, disagree, it, when it, but fair. That's, that's what's kind of odd about these these new Disney Plus shows is that odd and also kind of good. Like, I think it's a positive. I think it's a net positive that all of them feel like just very long films. Yes. Like, yeah. I, I thought that about particularly uh, uh, and the Captain Soldier. America and the Winter Soldier. Ha ha. Oh. And Fucking Loki. spoiler. We so, did an episode oh, on it. We did a whole episode <laughs> he, on it. He's in like if you're he's in like you're Honda commercials. Are we friends? That's not a spoiler. <laughs> he's in like Honda commercials as Captain America now, so I don't think it's yeah, a spoiler really. anymore. With WandaVision, I didn't feel this way. I thought that was a very very good show. WandaVision was like a different thing. It, it was like a whole. Like, it felt yeah, it, it yeah, didn't want to. Be. It was a mini series. Yeah, exactly. Really. Like, exactly. Yeah. For my full opinion, um, but for. Episode. Listen to our episode. <laughs> for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, for the spoiler, uh, and Captain this, America and I his thought, friend. <laughs> I thought Falcon and Winter Soldier was a pretty good Captain America movie, and I thought yeah. Loki was a very good origin story movie, like establishing a character movie. Yeah. Um, and that's fun. the yeah, thing is yeah. like w- when you're talking about like the Snyder cut. That's a four-hour long <laughs> film that they fucking charged people to watch. Yep. If you take no, out they didn't. Lamentis, well, kind of. You had to do an HBO Max subscription, but whatever. Anyway. If you take Sorry. out the one episode in here that dragged that I also don't think set up that much fun exposition to pay off later, uh, you're not looking at a movie that's that much longer than that. You know what I mean? True. Right. Very true. Even, I mean, even with it in, it's six episodes Still. and they're only like 40 to 50 minutes, right? I was going to say, they're yeah, like episode. 30, they're like in that 30 to 50 minute range. They yeah, kind of, I mean, a couple of them vary, but yeah. not that long. The Lamentous one, I think I have a different opinion of because I actually watched it in like three parts. So I probably didn't notice how much it dragged. Uh, I had to I, watch it twice. <laughs> I like wow. watched it all the way through the first time without like... Samantha, my fiance, and I were watching it and just like, we just were, I don't know, we were not totally in it. We were like talking, doing other things while we were watching it. And we were both looked at each other and like, should we watch that again? We should, we should find time to like rewatch that because I didn't take any of that information in. We watched it again and then we we both, at the end of the second time, we were both like, yeah, okay, we didn't actually miss much. (laughs) You know why I bet it is? You know what it is, I think? It's because they're basically in a desert, and deserts are boring. I've talked about (laughs) this repeatedly on the show. (laughs) 
Deserts are boring. <laughs> Nobody wants to watch characters <laughs> hang out in the desert unless it's a Western, maybe. And even then, they're still very boring. They're just very, very cool because it's cowboys. And everybody loves cowboys. As opposed to jungles, which are full of... Jungles are full of life, yeah. Brian. Like jungle to j- jungles like jungle to jungle. are full like of life. Favorite, favorite movie. It's, no, no. It, stop it. I have to correct <laughs> you. You have to correct you just now because you were right the first time you said it. Top it five. Is, it is in my top five. Top five. It is not my number yes, one. Please. Good Lord. Jungle three jungle. When that comes out, okay. it'll be all over it. Jungle three jungle. <laughs> just um, do that. This is what I wanted to say about the a couple of things, and I kind of wanted to talk about unless we want to keep doing like a just a get the plot out of the way before we talk about stuff. Uh, sure. Well, I mean, the last we're thing I curr- about the okay. lamentous episode was yeah. I just I am in love with Loki being in the middle of like this is a very serious situation <laughs> yes. for him and he's on the yes. ship and he gets drunk and like ruins their plan it's <laughs> like singing yep, fucking... potentially like ending both of their lives and causing much more like damage for people and it's <laughs> that kind of attitude that's what i love to see in loki personally yeah. i think that they were trying to set up backstabbing from loki himself i thought they were or themselves i guess um <laughs> I think he's they still, were trying. They didn't. They didn't never mention anything about alternate pronouns. So like the and the pronouns yeah. and gender are separate. So it's like the. I think we're still good to right. use he, him, and Loki. Yeah, that is good. On point. the Loki we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I I thought at the time before the entire series was out, and I kind of still think that they were. He was setting up to stab her in the back to stab sylvie in the back at this point in time Mm -hmm. and i think behind the scenes he had a change of heart somewhere along the line so i i don't really think he did get drunk i think maybe he maybe he did but he has some sort of magical way of sobering up very quickly that wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility for this loki that's movie magic dude like see they oh in movies they're always like oh they get they got drunk and ruined they're drunk and and sober at a moment's notice they're like fine yeah Yeah. that is this is the thing, this is what I wanted to bring up with what you said before about, like, Loki had to go through this uh, thing to get him to where he is. And I think one of the themes of the show is, or at least one of the, the like, arcs of it is not Loki changing into a guy who cares about himself in another form, but whatever, we can unpack that later. But yeah, it's a weird him one. reveal like coming to terms with who he is because I think yeah. I think Avengers like when he is defeated is that sort of like crux of it that is the tipping point in the original timeline because in Dark World he's in jail and all sad and he helps Thor and like you know he's already on the path towards himself at this point because. And that's why I'm like, yeah, it took a montage. He, he didn't have to experience any of those things. He didn't have to, like, live through any of those. He just watched them on a TV and went, yeah. I am completely, you know, like, I'm at this precipice already. It's like, mm-hmm. because he was that yep. the whole time. Like, that's why I yeah. think he, honest to God, he talks about the whole hedonism. And I'm like, yes, he, right now, he's at a point where he has nothing and he doesn't care. Like, he now knows that nothing he does matters in any way. So, of course he's just going to get fucking blistered-ass drunk. Like, he hates these people for kidnapping him, but he's at a point where he's like, I have no options. <laughs> I have zero things. <laughs> I am unironically going to get drunk on this thing and enjoy myself because this is the only good thing I've got going right now, so fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, yeah. there's a lot of talk about Loki's backstabbing, mm-hmm. and the show, I think, does actually a very good job of, like taking the piss out of him in every way. Like Mobius is like, that was a really bad backstab attempt. That was really, he know, you don't, I don't know if he backstabs anybody in the show. <laughs> I'm trying to think yeah, about it. They like, don't let him. Everybody I don't, knows. Fra- yeah. They don't that's let him. That's what I'm saying. Every, is, he's, he's he like isn't as good as it as he thinks. 10 steps ahead of somebody else. Yes. Yeah. Like I, something I think that's really important in like this, this whole, like him viewing his own life and like accepting that, like what he saw was real for himself. And yes. That things are different now is, I really like the scene where he asks for the uh, for the the what, what is it the tesseract stone the space stone tesseract the, yeah the the dis- yeah the what? space stone Infinity. yeah it is space the space stone, stone. I'm sorry yeah. yes you're right yeah, yeah. Uh, when he asks for the space stone from the guy and he opens up the drawer and there's a bunch of infinity <laughs> stones in there and he yes. like literally uh, stops Eugene trying to escape 
Yeah, who's awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Incredible. He's lit- Yeah, literally stops trying to escape. You know, he's like, that's the only time we yep. ever, that's the first time we see Loki, like, literally floored by, like, the understanding it's, of, like, the, the, cause he already knows what Infinity Stones are and he saw Thanos be crazy. And so he's like, it's wow, the moment for crazy. us also. Like, it's yeah. the moment for yeah, us, sure. the audience, that gets to, like, that's the first time, because even in, uh, there's nothing about the stones in Falcon and Winter Soldier, but in WandaVision, there's a little bit of Infinity Stone stuff that's mm. talked about and referenced. So, us as the audience coming that's out right. of Endgame are still, like, are still in that mind space of, like, these are the most powerful things in the universe. So, that is the moment in the MCU where both Loki and we, the audience, get to see, like, oh, these things don't mean fuck all anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, we the are TV in a new phase of movies weight. entirely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, so on one end, it's like, cool, y'all made things here, like, very important. And, like, you've increased the gravity of, like, what is happening in this show very high. But on the other end, you've also kind of, like, invalidated some of the severity of previous plot lines. And you're now making me very worried about how things are going to continue to have weight to them afterwards, you know, because now we we really like we because like when we were at Thanos and the Infinity Stones, comic book nerds knew like we got still lots of room to grow. It's <laughs> a bunch of other shit. We're we can really do, yeah. just starting on space shit, you know, which is always like the, the biggest like crossover event stuff. But now they mm-hmm. skipped all the way to the end. When you get to, <laughs> when you get to like... <laughs> over when you're all the way to multiple universes and people who watch over time and like are above all things that's that's the end of the line for comic books there's never anything past that that is like more powerful so like what are we going to do now how are we supposed to care about anything it was always like well it doesn't really matter because if they want anybody back dva could just step like you know yeah whatever happens with the the time unless unless season two logan is like and we shoved it all together into one timeline and all this time stuff is gone the end you know like how else? Like, you get <laughs> what I'm saying, actually, right? <laughs> okay, we're. I'm gonna say it now. Yeah. Even though we've already definitely spoiled some spoilers, Oops. like massive. Okay, this is like yeah. for real spoilers of like yeah. end of episode Everything. stuff. That all all of that stuff happens in like the first three episodes. So it's like whatever. This is like do you don't want to hear this, like mm-hmm. at all? Okay. So. The guy at the end, yep. I'm not going to, we'll talk about it when we get to talk about it. Like, the guy at the end is already cast for uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, the next one. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. So if they I just think, Is he also going to be in Doctor Strange? I, I don't know. Everyone's yeah. in, like, Tobey Maguire, <laughs> everyone is in Doctor <laughs> Every casting rumor you can think of is in Doctor They're like, I'm... Sam Raimi himself is in Doctor Strange. You know what I mean? Like, they're all <laughs> over the place with that. There's it's, none, all of them are rumors. There's like probably nobody. the one I'm most excited for from the strength of the title of Love. <laughs> Which is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, that's a crazy <laughs> so title to good. do and to have ready years beforehand. And I'm like, yes, I'm ready for this. But I would fucking piss myself laughing if they simply went in Loki season two, none of that matters. <laughs> I would fucking piss myself <laughs> laughing. Um, but yeah, so um, the the power creep of this always yeah. gets me real nervous, <laughs> especially because right now they're setting up like street level stuff, like they're doing things in like you know uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier has the stuff. Uh, What's her face is in it, like setting up things and doing stuff there, and I'm like, yeah. okay, great interested in what this is wait i don't care <laughs> because right. there's a oh, oh yeah, yeah. none of this fucking matters fucking massive universe yeah. ending level event that's already being set up we have to worry about eight million variants of jonathan majors man, coming to kill us now man, so I your sure whole hope... thing being the power broker sharon whatever your name is <laughs> Dude, it doesn't fucking matter harder. it's not even that it's cool i sure hope guy with fake wings and a shield and his friend <laughs> with a metal arm can really help out here. <laughs> but they are friends now. That's the thing. So, I'm, so I'm, not, I'm not totally like... Power of friendship. I'm not, I'm not saying that just because there's no. a more powerful thing that all other storylines are invalidated, but it's True. like, for example, Spider-Man, never huge in crossover events, like very rarely... It's always fine that he he deals with like much lower level crime because yes. it is like totally separate from these other crazy things that are happening. You know, you're still like, mm-hmm. yes, I'm still down for Spider-Man. It's just 
So it's not going to be all things that I think are a problem. It's just like the big shit in Marvel. You know, like how the the power creep level exactly. Like how mm-hmm. are we? We can't dial it back from here. You know. Yeah. Now we're on. Well, like, this was like a very fast roller coaster <laughs> going somewhere. <laughs> I feel like this was maybe they did reach too far to the end, but really they all, all they were doing with that act was opening the floodgates. Right. Mm. Like this was the True. moment where they reached forward and said, OK, we need a way to open up a lot more potential conflict. And this is just easy done. Now, any conflict we could possibly think of, we can make happen. And it's justified be via the multiverse. When you said that, I you said, like, you know, we need to do this to open up more conflict. And instead of the word conflict, I just fucking the mouse's voice came out of we need to open up more money <laughs> we need to make more money off of every possible thing money. we can but remember that they're they're writing this there's always yes. a different way to write it you can open up the multiverse True. without giving us the supreme authority over all things the final villain no no possible thing could be higher than them like they could have just made it there is a multiverse and things are colliding yeah what i what I found interesting about this, like, thing, uh, the, the way they did this. So, basically, Lady Loki, a.k.a. Solvi, is, like, I would say the antagonist in certain ways of this series. At least for the first two episodes, she's very explicitly the villain. Mm-hmm. And then there is yeah. the conflict between the two Lokis, or Loki and Sylvie, because that her name isn't Loki, because she's a girl. Um, well, no, her... I feel like her name was Loki, and she and she changed, changed it, it to Sylvie. To, yeah. I'm sorry, you're yes, right. Yes, she changed um, it to Sylvie because she doesn't like being is... called. That's the whole thing. Because she got kidnapped. Yeah. What's up? Because John? her one crime, her nexus event was being a woman. They never explain <laughs> it. They never like spell it out. But they imply it, that. Like yeah. that's yeah. I don't think. Look, I don't think that it's that she's because she specifically asks uh, the Renslayer. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, "Why?" And she's like, "I don't remember." You know, because <laughs> she's a. That yeah. Fred Slayer's awesome in how much I fucking hate her sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's so she's great. Yeah. She, that, see, that's one where it's like she escaped and it's off doing stuff. And I'm like, I don't care. What do you? She's nothing. She's an ant here. <laughs> what do you mean? Right. You're an ant beneath my boot. <laughs> <laughs> she used to be the top ant of the the, the, the the top of the pyramid, top of the situation. But now, uh, top of the pyramid. <laughs> uh, she she's gone. Like, well, she's there. But after we see what's his face, it's just like, oh, nobody. Now it is just that one guy and two Lokis. Like, that, I, that is who is on the board right now. But they, so they disappear oh, her at the end of that episode. At the like, yes. we don't yeah. know what happens to Renslayer, and she that, leaves. for some reason, in my head, gave her a lot of weight. Like the fact that she said, yeah, something cool and cryptic, and then disappeared, and we don't know what happened to her. For some reason, that still leaves her as a very powerful player in my head, and I, th- I, th- I think that's valid. I, s- I saw something well, it's, on on but, some fan theory about the fact that I mean, we saw that she was a teacher at that high school um, towards yeah. the end yes. of it. She's a variant, and there's a theory that she was uh, Jonathan Major's character's teacher. Um, mm. at that high school, and so maybe she oh. has some sort of psychological, uh, sort of weight in in his world, and like maybe she was put in that position as like a, a punishment. Like maybe she was a bad, like a mean teacher, or maybe she was a really nice teacher, and he wanted to save her. Like there's a lot of stuff like that going around. That mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so she, I, 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 there's potential for her to have like significance. Yeah, I thought she was just gonna be his goon, you know. So there's a lot. Okay, so what is his name? The we've already done the the spoilers for everything. So he who he's remains. called he who remains. He who remains, and he is the according to him, he is the <laughs> least bad variant of himself. Yes, which, and he which is, is always the most dangerous variant of people. You <laughs> say that? <laughs> Do it, you know who this is? Uh, I was. I meant to look it up. I don't actually. I'm. I'm. You know me. I'm a Spider-Man specialist. Oh, actually, oh, that's so fair. That's fair. I'm yeah. not huge on my cosmic. John, knowledge. do you know who this is? Kang the Conqueror. Yes, mm. it is Kang the Conqueror. A fucking his real name, I believe, in the comics, and they might change this based on what they have or what they want to do with things. Yeah. is Nathaniel Richards. 
and he's mm-hmm. from the 31st century is what I think he says in this because he also like he mm-hmm. he brings up he does the story of like here's a story of a lovely scientist who finds himself a hundred thousand fucking times and then they all scream and yell and kill each other and break every piece of the multiverse apart until just... I showed up and made one timeline where nobody fucking shows up. Did, it, did, but... I, did I make that up in my head or when you said here's the story did you have a little bit of the Brady Bunch yes, 2 no, to Yes, no, you, I <laughs> purpose, yes, just you're sure. right, thank you. I I always go to, to uh, Fresh Prince every time. Oh, well, that's this is a story. Well, no, this right. is a story all about how we got clipped <laughs> for copyright reasons. Very well done. <laughs> um, but, so, um, the one one thing that's interesting about Renslayer is that in the comics, she is, I think, occasionally a romantic interest of Mister the Conqueror. Mister. <laughs> so. The whole thing of like them having Conqueror, a connection comma, is Kang. <laughs> Please, Mister Conqueror is my father. <laughs> but uh, so like yes, them having a connection mm-hmm. probably going to right. be a thing. Um, also, I mentioned um, his name because of the. In, I know he's a thousand years later from most of the regular stuff, but there is occasionally i don't know if there's a formal connection but there are implications based on his last name that he is in fact related to the he's a descendant right. of the fantastic four of sue and reed, reed. yes sue, sue and reed yeah so maybe that's a way to <laughs> fucking have him there but not have him there i don't know well i said it's literally yeah. impossible for him to be the nicest one out of the variants because since they said <laughs> that they're like infinite timelines it's literally impossible for any of them to be the worst or best any thing all right all right I'm just saying, my point <laughs> is, you know. fair. Yes, I want to talk about Richard E. Grant. That's all <laughs> okay. I want to oh. do. We, okay, so this is, that's all the plot stuff out of the way. Jonathan Majors is a lot of fun. I think he was very fun. I think he was great. Incredible. Was really good. I'm excited for I'm him. I'm so excited stuff. to see, like, <laughs> like, wild variants of this character all played yeah. by Jonathan Majors. I'm so stoked to see it. I think he's going to do amazing. Him? Him when he fucking he's like oh I don't know what's hap- what's gonna happen anymore and then Loki starts defending like him Loki and Sylvie get in a fight over mm-hmm. whether they should kill him or not and Loki starts defending him and fucking he remains just like gets up on his chair and is like eating popcorn mm-hmm. at like the potential of his own death and he's like this is sick yep. I love this yeah. and I I'm like, like Jonathan that, Majors yeah. is good in my book um, but he yes incredible the real stars of the show. <laughs> are in yes like episodes four and five or whatever it is whenever they first show up are the, it's the, 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 the mid-credit Loki scene and classic of Loki. episode four and throughout the episode of five which the fifth episode okay mid mid-credit scene of episode four where we get to see the other loki variants we get to see mm-hmm. crocodile loki young loki classic loki and boastful loki they called him yeah um the in- incredible shot just amazing like because that entire episode you're like wait they fucking killed loki is the show just about sylvie now like i guess that makes sense like I that works they, maybe I, for, I didn't think for a second you got it you didn't think they were gonna yeah, go eat you, man you two twister one on this <laughs> <laughs> um so you're thinking like you're like where they can have killed loki and then he wakes up and turns and you see the best possible cinematic shot ever which was all these incredible versions of loki and then when you get into episode five the team falls apart almost instantly but you get (laughs) enough scenes to make it worth it and richard e grant as classic loki i think episode five is a perfect movie the, who the hero of which is Richard E. Grant's classic Loki. He's there from the very beginning when the episode starts. He gets like line number two and then the it, it's his glorious purpose at the end, his like his his heroic death that was just uh wrap it up with a bow. That's a perfect classic Loki movie. It's all I wanted. It was incredible. I loved every moment of of Richard E. Grant on screen. It's literally best, Old Man best Loki. part of the show by far. <laughs> Old Man yeah, Loki. Uh, who is. is Richard E. Grant? Should I know that actor? Um, You've seen his face in stuff. You wouldn't know yes. him. Pretty sure I have face yeah. blindness. What then is he in? you would have no <laughs> idea. What's he? 
what is he famous for? We're gonna, he, what have we seen him in? Keep vamping. Do I just so need to keep vamping to... while you both? <laughs> oh, the one thing I know for sure he was in was speaking of old man things. He was the scientist bad guy in Logan. I'm pretty sure. He was the guy who made X24 oh. and was like, I fucking love all of you. And they're like, we're going to fucking stab you to death a million times. Old watch guy. Logan. Really? Logan. Wait, which? What's Logan? Logan is the last one. Logan? Yes. It's, it's old, just, old Man the Logan. Movie oh, it's just yeah. called, Logan. The movie is just called Logan, but it is essentially oh, the comic old book man. is called Old Man Logan. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I didn't see that one. Truth be told, That's I wanted good. to look him up <laughs> because... Uh, I was so like I was so charmed by him and his performance in this show. Uh, I just wanted to get his name right. I don't think I've seen anything. He was in Game of Thrones, which I have seen. He was General um, Pride in one of the new Star Wars movies. I can't even fucking tell from the poster. Okay, I think so from we, yeah. uh, we don't know who he is. Rise of Skywalker. Or I don't know anything That's about fine. him, but I know that he is a very a he has a very long and storied career. Yeah, as a character actor, and he just he just did an incredible job. What oh, I will say also, been, nope, I was brought to tears at the end of that episode when he is raising a spectral Asgard from the <laughs> ground up. Like, yeah. after talking about how much power a, a Loki sorcery has, like, just all of the the pacing of that episode, in again, in terms of a film about classic Loki, was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. <laughs> I will I will say that I was brought to tears pretty much specifically by the uh the allusions to Richard Wagner's uh Flight of the Valkyries while mm. like during that scene yeah. where he's causing the distractant. Uh the the music in this entire series is incredible. That I will say did bring me to tears. However, we need to stop glorifying Richard Wagner because that fucker was a Nazi. Oops. Uh, yeah. So we got to stop doing that. But it was very it's good, and I'm mad about it. A real shame. <laughs> he wrote an absolute banger that no one will ever forget. Because yeah, you fucking hate to see it. Well, we yeah. can just fuck that shit. We can hand the the we writing should... credit over to Classic Loki. We should straight up. <laughs> just completely mistyped. We should just a hundred percent give the credit to somebody else. You know what? Prince wrote Flight yeah. of the Ride of the Valkyries now. Congratulations on Prince's absolute wonderful <laughs> That was out before he was alive. Um Yeah. Uh, how did how'd y'all feel about Croc Loki? Is he a crocodile or alligator. alligator? It's an alligator. alligator people saying yeah. croaky, people saying all that shit are wrong. It is an alligator, it is not a crocodile. <laughs> and that alligator would correct you on it and he would be very well, upset. Now you have me on recording saying alligator Loki. There you person, go. So. My favorite is when President Loki just simply says, Why is there an alligator in here? <laughs> and then it flies out of here. He tries to kill it and rips his hand off. I was so mad about President Loki because we play Marvel Strike Force and one of the loading screens has President Loki. So I'm like, President Loki's yep. huge in it's this. It's a skin. One episode where Loki's trying to become president for some reason or some shit like that. And he dies. And the, in the, it, it the like, trailer, they also showed him implying that there was going to be like an arc that was about yeah. Loki doing something pretty yeah. much. But he was there. It was heavily implied that President Loki was going to be a much bigger deal. Yeah, I I loved the idea. I loved it when he showed up. I was like, I'm ready for this. And then he was just fucking gone like that. <laughs> he was just another variant already in the trash can. And they're like, I hey, might as well throw yeah. this in here too. By like nothing but barbarian Lokis, right? Like, yeah, a bunch of like weird rejects. Yeah, like Lokis. not. They did not have enough ideas like past. A bunch of producers' sons and daughters who wanted to yeah. be in the <laughs> show were able to wear a helmet with horns on it and went, "You are a Loki now." Yeah. The one thing, what I love about parallel universes is I start to think about the the rest of the universe that they came from. So as soon as it, were, it was like we're looking at Sylvie and I'm like, you know, that Sylvie's pretty attractive. Wait a minute, does that mean that? There's Lady Thor, and does that mean that there is Boy Hella? And can I see Boy Hella, please? Can I please show me pictures of Boy Hella? Thank you. Wait, send us pictures of Boy Hella if you have them. Yes. <laughs> is Boy Hella yes. not just Loki though? No, no, no totally different. Hundred percent different. Right. Boy Hella is what okay. Hella is actually evil. Hella's and actually evil. Yeah, like, Hella wears a lot of like dark makeup around her eyes you know and i'm just really i just really need boy hella is what i'm telling you i don't okay i don't want to discount you understand these things 
<laughs> I don't want to discount the fact that this Loki at the beginning of this series was a straight up murderer. Like like many murders very yeah. recently. Yeah. That's yeah. Not it's not not evil. We can't we can't not call that evil. There is evil in there. He was just there. mad. It's why he selected <laughs> know. to run <laughs> <No>. the timeline. <laughs> it is actually right. why yeah. he yeah. who remains he who remains gives both of them credit and is like y'all can <laughs> nobody he was he was like nobody here is good y'all like everybody has blood on their yeah, hands yeah he's like we are all villains here and it was that is one of those ones like, yeah y'all still definitely are vill- like you had mm-hmm. no trouble with like entire planets being destroyed while you do your things like y'all <laughs> are villains and that's the only reason why they could run the timeline because like you know none of the avengers would be able to handle doing timelines so Captain America would let everything collide into itself. He, would, he couldn't help it. He would, there would be some dog as long that as almost Bucky gets hit by safe. a bus. <laughs> as long yeah. as Bucky made it out clean, he doesn't give a fuck what happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he would he would let planets collide right into each other if he could keep that soft, <laughs> sweet boy away from any harm on his head. <laughs> Dude, cl- fucking Civil War is a, is a shit movie. Oh, I'm happy oh, that he gave us Spider-Man. But it's not. I'm glad there are no two sides to that argument. There are no two yeah, sides to no. that argument. There is one side, and it's it is the, not Captain America's side. I I am insufferable to watch that movie with because the whole time I'm like, yep, he's evil. He's doing a bad thing right there. Why doesn't he just do this? Why doesn't he just do this? Why can't he stop? Why does he? Do this? Why can't he stop? <laughs> yeah, many bad things. Bucky's happen. not yeah, worth it. Decisions. Let him go. <laughs> I don't know. Have you? Come on. You seen that smolder? You seen those eyes? After the haircut, especially. I didn't think. Do I, I didn't like the haircut at first. The haircut turned everything around. <laughs> I want to see alternate variants. I want to see Although, variants of everybody now. Yeah. Yes. That is why I. I love that the what if thing is a Marvel produced like real Marvel show. Because one, a bunch of the people are doing their voice acting uh-huh. for it, like uh, including Chadwick Boseman. It's the last thing I was he did say, for Marvel. Damn, that's the big one. There's a bunch of them. I don't think yep. like Robert Downey Jr. is going to be there for Iron Man or anything like that. No. But like, whatever, that's fine. Um, no, that was like, the pitch that... that I saw too. Is like, oh, what if has a bunch of the voice <laughs> actors coming back to play their actual roles, and then the very first voice you hear is very much not Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Legally distinct Robert Downey Jr. Um, <laughs> But it gives the opportunity for those things to be real. It gives us the opportunity for those yeah. to show up, especially with what what happens at the end of this. We could see all of those in, well, most of them, in actual movies. And I'm like, that's pretty fucking rad. So, But it leaves the door open is what I'm saying. That's all. Yeah. I, it's always complicated because the, the, uh, in the comic books, I think like the what if storylines are ones, like there's always like parallel dimensions. So like every single... They have like full series of things like Spider Man Noir, you know, it takes place in a different universe mm-hmm. than normal Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And the what if ones are even like past that. They're like, ignore <gasps> oh. this, ignore our whole multiverse. What if this happened? And they just ah. do like a little one shot. I, I don't know if they yeah. actually count as being like another universe. Like they could be from an, an original universe, but like a what if something else had happened sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, okay. There's things like the Marvel zombies that actually exist in one of the universes. Dude. And part of the plot is that zombie Reed Richards. After they devour everybody in the universe, like helps build a portal into other universes, so they can start devouring every universe. Oh my god! The storyline, so that god. for me are cool because it's like, wow, if y'all really, since every all these different storylines are connected in one multiverse, you really could one villain can just start crossing over and grabbing all just people, wreak from absolute havoc. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. My favorite thing with those. This is just a complete tangent into fun comic stuff that has happened is when they were colliding the ultimate and normal universe, or mm-hmm. I guess like official universe. Yeah. Um, they had a brief, they had like this segment where a couple of characters got saved like for real. And then they had this whole doom God thing on like this battle world that he made of like what was left of the universe. So like everything's in there. So like Dr. Strange is the sheriff with this big old ax and like a bunch of shit's happening. Yeah. There's a wall <laughs> where because I guess he could only make so much, but he has a wall lined with all of the Thors, and they are all beating back various just hordes of awfulness, including Marvel zombies and, like, <laughs> Ultron robots run them. Like, you know, Ultron just went fucking nuts and started making a bunch of things, so they're like, all of these are coming, and you just see the wall and, like, wave of things. I'm like, that's a very cool visual. 
I like this a lot. I like all these multiverse things there's, coming together because it's just cool shit you get to see like that. For all y'all that have not taken the time to read comics, they're like they're like kind of bad, but like also when you're reading them, you're like, this is so cool. I'm so happy I'm doing this to myself. They are, they're candy. That's what they are. They yeah. during it, you're like, this isn't a bad idea. But before or after, you're like, why am I doing this to myself? I've never read a comic where I haven't felt like, did I just read a synopsis of the actual full comic? <laughs> did I just read a guy <laughs> explaining what was happening? This ain't never. You think they're gonna be we? The reason that such crazy shit can happen is they don't flesh it out. They never flesh it out. It happens so fast, like it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, that's that's kind of. I think that's ultimately why I really. I'm, I'm so into the MCU in general is because like I I mean first of all it's like nostalgic because my dad and I ever since 2008 every in, before that when Marvel movies would come out he and I would always go to the movies to see them together so there's like a, the nostalgic aspect but also like he was a huge comic book nerd for a long long time mm-hmm. and he like tried to pass that on but I which I tried <laughs> to oblige I've like tried to get into comic books but specifically with like with Marvel and DC and all that stuff there there is ostensibly like a main core timeline like stretch of books that you're supposed uh-huh. to like like that is the main universe that you're reading from but there is so much other shit and I never had any clue about like where to start to sink my teeth in and for whatever reason the MCU as it has been fleshed out over like 15 years at this point is Mm. it feels like this is the main thing now like it feels like this is the main timeline and everything else is like still the same stories but that's the extra stuff as opposed to this which is the thought that the mcu universe is also one of the timelines in the comic book yes like they have their own earth designation Whereas the comic it's book like Earth one nine 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 or something. Yeah, exactly. It's a very, big, it's a very big number, but it's there. Yeah, man. I Which, don't know. Wait. Oh no. Hold on. But the, how does that work then? If we have He Who Remains, but we have different cosmic entities that are being described in the comic book. You can't. That, no, you that can't. That means that all these multiple universes must be segmented Jorge, off into different groupings. <laughs> oh no. That means that Jorge, there no. is potential. <laughs> For for people above the one, Brian. Who could Brian, knock large. him out. Thanks everybody. Brian, knock him out right now. Thanks everybody for Brian, listening to, you have to knock Jorge out. <laughs> I have had a revelation, and I have a completely different opinion about the power. Oh now. my god, we have so much higher oh to go. My god. We, we're not even close to the ceiling. <laughs> dude, yeah, it's fucking bananas, dude. I don't know, but um. The Natalie Holt. Natalie Holt is the the composer for all the music. Uh, Great job for the show. Hold on. Thank Natalie you. Holt gets credit for that that piece of music that yep. could maybe be thought of as a reference to some other Nazis music, but isn't. It's hers. <laughs> Thank you. I really hope. I don't know why. I very much hope you're somehow confusing them with another german composer and he was just fine like he wasn't great but he's whatever just like oh i'm no. i'd like to uh, i'd like to formally apologize for <laughs> i no, no i believe <laughs> i just love the idea of like look next downtime just hey so real quick uh I correction I, on, are we friends? i've I done this before this <laughs> i i hear it i've said shit on your show before that is just straight up false this is this is not <laughs> Welcome the case. To the show. I know. <laughs> Richard Wagner is he wasn't a Nazi <sighs> because the he he lived in the 1800s and that was a whole different thing. But the like so his politics, his yes. politics, yeah. and Word. his thought, all of that stuff was pre-Nazi shit. It, mm-hmm. He was a bad fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I believe it. Hundred percent. Um, old timey people are just bad. Old timey people, just not great stuff. Be careful with old timey sure. people. <laughs> Oh, also current people, actually. Most, I think people. 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 Pe- well, uh, the, wow. the last Are we the bad thing I want to say? <laughs> I, yes. Um, the, the last thing I do want to say is, I think with how short it was, I, during my, like, part of the initial watch, I was actually very nervous that it was just going to be look at all of this setup for other things mm. so you keep buying yes. Marvel so you keep consuming Marvel yeah. product right and I really have to give a shout out to fucking 
Tommy Hids and uh, I think it's Sophia <laughs> DiMartino. Um, they both just do fucking A plus character work. That's also why I was kind of like, I disagree with you about the Lamentis episode being a fucking waste of time because it's literally their entire basis of their relationship is set up and established and put yeah, together and like that. started to be teased out in that episode. So shut the fuck up, John. Hey, look, you at Marvel the time when that who episode... just wants to see character reference show up and do character <laughs> reference thing. I think yeah, I want fan service the episode, which was episode five. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why I love the fifth episode. I think it, the the reality of that lamentous episode is somewhere between what you're all yes. are saying because I think what it actually was is excellent vignettes separated by miles of desert. Correct. Oh, totally don't disagree. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know why they decided to go, hey, Tom and Sophia, we're going to give you fucking nothing to work with except yourselves. Yeah. All you have to work with is this. Two more things about that episode, actually. I, that one raised a lot of questions for me. One, when the, the, the moon is falling down, why do people keep fighting them? People keep classism. attacking them. Classism. The, yeah, there's like there's soldiers there who are like switched. not worried about their own well-being <laughs> at all. also switched. You're yeah. right. And even if... Even if they were still loyal, why are they chasing after people that have not like crossed the gates yet or anything? They're still just, they're running around in a building, not even directly <laughs> in the direction of the art. So why hey, were they Jorge? chasing them? <laughs> yeah, fucking cops, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> yep. You got me, cops, dude. Fucking cops. Fucking cops. But the other thing, <laughs> the more things change, the more they stay the same. Loki breaks that little <laughs> device, right? The ten um, pad, yes. Yeah, when he falls, which to me implies that whenever he makes things vanish, all he does is actually make them invisible and put them somewhere else on his body, <laughs> which is why they can be broken when he falls. Am I right or am I wrong? Like, wait, he fell so hard his pocket dimension broke? Are you kidding? No. That means that it's physically... Even Sylvie asks him, where did you put it? And he, the way he responds... I, it was kind of implied. It is somewhere on me. You could physically maybe find it if you were able to overpower me. But see, it. that's why I thought that it was actually implied that he was fucking with her. What? <laughs> Look, you thought maybe. before you found Which out that he definitely wasn't. With the Tempad situation, like the, the fact that he literally didn't just pour it out when things got really bad uh, is kind of bunk. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, but I thought that that meant broke. he was fucking with her. <laughs> it yeah. for sure broke, broke because, sure. like, yeah, he needed it. I do. It's an excellent bit of physical comedy when he like drops all the pieces. It's incredibly yeah. funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the only thing I can think of for that, because being the native of is like he fell and so he broke he accidentally opened up where it was or something and then it fell out and broke i don't fucking know dude no he makes it appear when and she it's asks completely for it broken and it appears broken it is and he's like whoops Ooh. which just it makes That's, me want to go back and think about every single thing that he's ever That's conjured and been like where on his body is it i right want now? tom hiddleston one of these times to simply be completely hunched over like Loki looks normal, but he is just completely hunched over and is walking incredibly slowly because he's just got some absolute behemoth of a thing hidden on his back. And he's like, no, I, it's just me, normal Loki, doing a normal thing, moving very normally. Yeah, so just, just raise some questions. <sighs> That's all. Is there anything else that anybody has to say? Owen Wilson any- was great. I love Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson, Owen Wilson. Please I relish wrong. every moment that Owen Wilson was on screen in this show. I wish he had I gotten Owen his jet was spectacular. I wanted to see him get his jet ski. Right. Yeah, the, the show ends on a fucking bad note. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It ends on a really, really sad note. Really dark. Um, but yeah. Um, I uh, just a bunch of like fan service slash cameo things they 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 showed us throg yes. i don't know if you guys saw that Who's throg throg being Thor in there is a frog not Thor unlike spider ham sort of thing yes you see not unlike alligator loki yeah. kind of thing <laughs> i don't remember seeing um the... it's a very quick shot it's in episode five fan service the... the episode they yeah. they do one of those gags where you see the camera go through the ground yeah. into the, the underground the layer Thor in the jar trying yeah. to get out Yes, that, that was, was he frog. was a frog. That was a frog. Yes, it was. 
It was a frog, and he was jumping at a full ass Mjolnir that was th- in that was right outside of the little pod oh he was God, in. That's so sad. That was awesome. There was a bunch of stuff in that episode in like very quick mm-hmm. uh, camera shots that you could have easily missed that referenced Kang the Conqueror very very directly. Huh. Um, there were like two dilapidated skyscrapers that referenced that had like big signs on them it Kang uh, that the referenced <laughs> Kang the Conqueror it, is one the of bad guy was, of the- <laughs> one of them was Q-E-N-G which is uh, an acronym for one of like one of the many companies Kang the Conqueror owns and operates throughout the series in mm. the comics and then there was another building that was exactly that same situation just different mm-hmm. there was a uh uh, a sphinx that had Jonathan Major's face. Oh it oh, that's was sick. I didn't realize it was that's if why you're it was if there. you're watching that episode, you see the sphinx I in the background and you almost like no discount it. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Well, yeah, because I mean, the sphinx in real life doesn't have a nose at all, so you see it, and that's the first thing you notice that it has a nose, and then you look closer. That's just huh. the dude. Ooh, yeah. Uh, the only reference that mattered though was the Thanos cop. <laughs> The Thanos comedy yeah. shows up oh in the fucking god. background. I so vaguely remember it. Remember it's just a Thanos it just, on it. It's a yellow helicopter. It just, it's Thanos just a fucking helicopter letter. that says Thanos. Because <laughs> he used it in the comic books. Oh. Yeah, he, oh yeah he, that's a real thing. I did not know that. <laughs> he flew around in a copter. <laughs> I still just remember the first time Thanos shows up in the MCU when... Uh, Somebody says, like, anyone who attacks Earth courts death, and he turns around, he gives this smile, which yeah. is like, I feel like it's supposed to be like, yes, I'm evil, and Thanos is here, but I'm like, if you read the comics, you mean he, he's smiling because he wants to literally fuck death. Yes. So. They did. Yeah. I'm reasonably certain. I don't know if, like, fucking, while Joss was yelling at some fucking poor PA or something when they were filming that scene, but um, that he didn't like that that was their original plan is that he was going to use that lot like mm-hmm. he wanted to do the snap because he wanted to court death yeah and then they were like mm-hmm. that we can't do that it's a crazy plot <laughs> it's a bonkers plot line. Yeah. makes me really sad that they didn't have deadpool when they were doing thanos stuff so they could just simply have deadpool steal death away from thanos and have him be absolutely furious about it a lot of good decisions were made. <laughs> a lot of comic books are weird. People don't read them. <laughs> Josh Fodham, there, who I know as uh, the the junior, uh, not lawyer, the junior. Uh, oh shoot, he had a he had a small role in Thirty Rock, a recurring small oh, okay. role in Thirty Rock, where he was uh, Liz Lemon's. Uh, agent. Okay. He was a junior agent, and he was—he always wore a suit that was too big for him, and he always acted like a kid. He asked Jack Donaghy for drinkable yogurt when he asked him if he wanted a drink. Lovable character, fell in love with that actor. He plays—he's only in episode one of Loki, but he definitely plays Martin Shkreli at like a variant of Martin Shkreli, uh, who gets pruned like almost right away, but very very fun. Uh, and then who? Here's what I'm. This is my last thing, my last question. What the fuck is Miss Minutes? Awesome. <laughs> what? But like, she's real though. She's not just like a projection that happens in the TVA, like within the walls no. of the TVA. She gets out of there, and she's a real fucking she's a, I being. I think she's just an AI. Cosmic. I was entity. gonna say. I think she's some construct thing that he who he remains made like with his future yeah. technology. They have something similar. To jump scare the shit out of people. <laughs> In, uh, they have something similar. In it was scary as hell. In the comic books for Spider-Man 2099, uh, and you can see it okay. in the after credit scene for uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, Miguel O'Hara, who is Spider-Man 2099, has like a like a little watch where there's like a woman who he speaks to that is like an AI that oh, is in there. Oh, cool! And he's like kind of alive. You know, it's it's just I think it's just like super advanced AI. Unfortunately, John, I know you want it to be an awesome like sort of <laughs> extra dimensional entity, but I think it is just AI. By the I, way, I, I am think, pretty certain. I think she's an Eternal. <laughs> No, I, I think she she's didn't a Titan. Show up in I the Eternal trailer, so then she's not an Eternal. The only people <laughs> who are Eternals are in the Eternal trailer. If she doesn't show um, up in the Eternals movie, I'm out. I'm I'm not buying I'm, any more Marvel shit. Then goodbye. Then goodbye. It's nice. 
<laughs> um, I am pretty sure she was played by uh, Tara Strong, by the way, who Tara is Strong. massively yeah. bubbles. Incredible. Yes, uh, does a lot of stuff. I'm trying to fucking pull up her IMDb while this is happening because I'm really prepared for stuff. I think she was Harley Quinn in a million things. No, she's Barbara Gordon. She's Bubbles. Yeah, Bubbles she's Miss Minutes. Bubbles from the Powerpuff Girls. Thank don't you. Know. Yes. She's Raven in Teen Titans Go somewhere. Hell yeah. Oh, they just the go, actually. The voice so she did Titans for this role was awesome. It was really perfect. That, ah, there. <laughs> that, like, southern... Yeah, it was great. Hilarious. All of yeah, those, like, those good. set dressing things, those set dressing, like, videos, the informational videos and stuff that they had us watch, I thought that set the tone of the show extremely well. I, like those. I, I thought all of those little shorts, those animated things were awesome. Great show. Yeah. You should For watch sure. it. <laughs> you should watch it if you like MCU stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, on the topic of Loki, are we friends? John? Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would watch this again with the both of you. Absolutely. I will say yes as well. Yes. That nice and easy, everybody. It was nice, easy, smooth. <laughs> Got ourselves in there real quick. We definitely could have spiraled out on the MCU for a very long time. We were so close. Um, sorry. One to the microphone. One everybody. day, the three of us will lean in for a three-way kiss, and it will cause a nexus event that will shake the universe. The Nexus event that they got caught with is them definitely almost kissing, right? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. That's the whole gimmick. Yeah, okay, good. Just making sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all right. Um, if, John, where can people find you? You can find me on my podcast called Downtime with John and Emily. You can find us at getdowny.com or .com. on our social media at Downy Siblings. Uh, you can also find me on Outlaws and Old Ones that these two fuckers are also on. You can find us at twitch.tv slash the Outlaws Network. We go live every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern time for our TTRPG actual play. Uh, and there is also a podcast based on that TTRPG actual play that is lovingly edited by the co-host of Are We Friends That Is Missing, Taylor. Uh, he does a lot of great Foley work for the show and amazing editing work. And uh, there's a lot of original music from Ethan Gustafson at some point sound. You can find that wherever you get podcasts. Just search for Outlaws and Old Ones. Very good. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at underscore are we friends, all one word. Or you can do something allegedly on our website at r-we-friends.com. So good in the, in the room getting it correct. <laughs> I have been your host who remains, Brian. I have been and will be for all time always your co-host, John. And I'm still just Jorge. And we will talk to you next week. Why is there an alligator in here? <laughs>